This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. It's like all dance. You hear me coming through your speakers. You see me mashing up your airways. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggan Show and happy Valentine's Day to everyone listening at home. Uh, today I am joined by a very a very special man and a man that I have kind of admired and looked up to for a while. Um, he is an actor. Um, he's been on a very famous soap that you may have heard of. And he also does a lot of stage work. It is the amazing Charlie Condu. Ooh, good evening. How are you doing, Charlie? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm full of a cold, so I apologise now if I, like, cough and splutter all you the can, way through this You can chat. cough and splutter all I've all got my like. tissues, and um, somebody's going to bring me a Lemsip as well. So I, I, I'll, I'll probably perk up in about it's, half an hour. It, it's kind of the height of glamour at Fubar Radio. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Bit, bit of a Lemsip. Um, I, f- I feel really, really bad because I've, I've stolen you away from your husband on the most romantic day of the year. Yes, uh, except my husband is the least romantic man really? in the world. Yeah, oh, totally. We don't, we've never celebrated um, Valentine's Day or anything like that. We did do that um, M&S meal for two thing for 20 quid. Yeah. But yeah. we did it yesterday, and <laughs> mainly okay. because we both fancied a steak yeah. uh, and the free chocolates and wine that you get with it. Um, and I said, to him to, I said to him this morning, oh, well, you know, have you got me anything for Valentine's Day? And he said, he said oh, well, the thing is that uh, you're so wonderful that there's nothing that I could get you that would be good enough. So oh. basically that was nothing. He got me nothing. <laughs> for Valentine's Day. But then I didn't get it. <laughs> That's a really, really romantic way <coughs> right? of, of, of not but having to I've, buy I've you a I've left gift. him putting the kids to bed. So, uh, you know, so who's winning? Uh, yeah, exactly. And I've got a beautiful cupcake that you've just given me. Yeah, I, I, I brought Charlie a cupcake and I did it with, with the best intentions, but I, 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 I like dropped it like three or four times on the way here. So yeah. it's, it's looking... No, it was properly mashed up and upside down when I opened it. But you know what? It looks like it will taste... Delicious. It, it kind of it kind of looks like how my love life feels. Really, like on its last really? legs, oh dear. a little bit dishevelled, but but <laughs> still, on. still trying hard and still, still trying hard. Yeah. yeah, still optimistic and yeah. still some glitter there. Absolutely, just. and that, uh, you know that's what that's what I'm all about. <laughs> um, I I I, I, I I don't have any Valentine's Day plans myself, <coughs> other than being here with mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. which in itself, which is you is, know enough, is pretty great. But you know, I just thought today that I wanted to kind of celebrate like friendships and things like that so I've been, do- I've been doing little cupcake deliveries oh all that's day nice to, that's not alright so I, suddenly I don't feel special anymore. oh no no <laughs> halfway halfway through telling you that I was, like, no, I was like no rein it in I shouldn't I, should, I shouldn't have given away my secret nah. but you know I don't I don't think that Valentine's Day should be exclusively for people in relationships I no, think everyone totally not. can share a little bit of love absolutely and, yeah. I agree so um, you're not bringing your husband a little cheeky surprise home later? No. Yeah, I'm going to give him a mashed up <laughs> cupcake when I get in. <laughs> I'm sure he'll love it. I'm sure yeah. he'll love it. Don't, don't tell him it came from me. No, I won't. He'll think I bought it. Um, we have a great show today. Um, <coughs> later on in the show, we're going to be reacting to people's sex confessions. And Ooh. so if you are listening at home and you do have any confessions that you'd like to share with us, I'm really, really interested in knowing like the most interesting or embarrassing things that have happened to people on valentine's day specifically because 
I know myself. I've had some Valentine's days that have gone wrong. Have you? Um, and I and I will indulge. I will I will share those a little bit later. So if you are listening at home and you do have any Valentine's Day stories you want to share with us, or just any sex confessions in general, then you can send those in to <laughs> Callum at FubarRadio.com, and we'll be reacting to those a little bit later on. But uh, should we start off with a little bit of Stevie Wonder, Charlie? Yes, can we? Yeah, we absolutely can. All right, Charlie. Um, this is a long outro. Um, we are going to be playing a little game now. Go on. Uh, so this game is called Queers Throughout the Years. Oh, go on. This um, is new. And so basically every single week um, I have my guests um, and I read LGBT plus facts from history to them. Oh, and no. they have to figure out whether they're true or false. <laughs> that's usually what we do. And yeah. that's why it's called Queers Throughout the Years. Um, but today, since it is Valentine's Day... It's, it's I, queers that I've slept with throughout <laughs> the years, isn't it? <laughs> it Damn. is. It is. No, I've got, so, I've got <coughs> some facts about Valentine's Day. Um, oh, and okay. I want you to try and figure out whether or not these are true or false. Uh-huh. Um, so we can dive right in. Go for it. Do you think you're going to be good at this? No. I feel like I feel like I feel like you're an intellectual man who knows a lot of things. No, do you know what? I sound like I'm really clever, but I'm actually <laughs> really fucking stupid. <laughs> you, you, you're hiding it well. I am. You're I've, hiding I've, it well. Yeah, years of practice. Well, I I have high hopes in you anyway. Um, okay, so your first one. Go on. In South Korea, mm-hmm. there are two more romantic celebrations in addition to Valentine's Day. February 14th is the day where people give gifts to their crush. March 14th is the day where people give gifts to their lover. And April 14th is the day when all the single people who didn't receive gifts on the previous days get together to eat noodles. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I would love that to be true. It sounds lovely, I think doesn't it? That's, that would be a really nice thing. Yeah. But I, that seems like an awful lot of effort, <laughs> doesn't it? Are you not a fa- I, are you not a fan of like occasions and celebrating everything? No, I am. I am yeah. totally. But I just think that that's the kind of thing that that you'd be like, oh god, it's another month later, and we've got to do that. You know, it's the lovers' turn this time. Or what? I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say false. I think that one's false. Do you really? I you do. Think, yeah. You, you think yeah. that's false? Well, Charlie, you are <coughs> completely wrong. Oh no! And it is. It is absolutely true is it and, they, and, I, and I just think that's lovely because I think it is lovely and I'm glad it's true yeah like, like I was saying at the beginning of the show like Valentine's Day is very like romantic love and it, it's all about that and I think yeah. it's nice to have a specific day just for kind of celebrating each other and like absolutely. celebrating your friends absolutely um, and I love that it's specifically getting together to eat noodles yeah <laughs> yeah yeah nothing else <laughs> it's noodles. has to be noodles while you think about all the gifts that you didn't get that given you didn't get yeah All right, your next one is, every year the population of the United States of America spend on average, spend an average of 70 million pounds on Valentine's Day gifts for their pets. (laughs) 70 million pounds. Do you know what, I would say it's probably even more than 70 million pounds because Americans are idiots. <laughs> and that's exactly the kind of thing that they would go nuts for. Over yeah. There. Um, so, yes, I would, I would, I'm going to say that's true. You think that's true? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
You are wrong. Oh, no. But you, I, I feel like I should have given that to you. Why? Because you, you did pick up on the fact that it isn't actually 70 million. It's a lot more than that. There you go. So I think that was so, it. That uh, was you know it. what? I'm going to give you a correct. There you that's go. A, that's definitely a correct. Um, no, I'm, I, I, I'm not surprised, actually. How much do they spend? 700 million pounds. My God. Every year. 700. I don't even know what, like, what I would get my pet. Like a love like, heart shaped biscuit. I don't. A bone? <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what, I haven't got any pets. So. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I just. Um, and it's also that's that's three percent of all the pet owners in America buy Valentine's gifts for their pets. Three percent. Mind you, that's. I would have thought it was more. Really? They go nuts for their pets over there. They do love them. Yeah, they do love that. And I mean, my she's not American, but like my mum. My mum would definitely... She's probably bought something for the dog today. Right, right. Um, she's probably bought him a little outfit and that That's kind of thing. slightly weird. It is a little bit weird. Yeah. I, she'll have dressed him up like Cupid. There'll, right, okay. there'll be pictures on Facebook later, I'm sure okay. of it. I'm absolutely Shame. sure of it. All right, your next one. Yeah. Many people sign Valentine's Day cards with the letter X after their name uh-huh. to signify a kiss. This originated in medieval times where many people were unable to read or write and couldn't sign their names. Instead, they would sign an X and then kiss the letter as a mark of their sincerity. Oh, I think that I think that's probably true. Yeah? Yeah, what, I do. What's the logic behind that? Well, what? just because in medieval times most people didn't know read, how to read, read or, or write. write. Yeah. Um so that kind of makes sense. Um and you know we can all draw an X. <laughs> yeah, we can all draw an X, and then I think I don't know. There's something about like giving it a little kiss, like yeah, literally kissing the paper. That's it nice. is, yeah. um, especially if you did it with like lipstick or something, so well, it leaves a little. Well, mark. they probably wouldn't have had lipstick in those days, but they would have had syphilis. So <laughs> they, you know, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, you know, pass it around. Yeah. Valentine's Day gift. How well, romantic. Um, what did you did you say? True. I did. You did. You, you are correct. That is absolutely true. Okay, the phrase, wear your heart on your sleeve, originates from a Valentine's tradition from the Middle Ages, where people would quite literally pin the name of their crush to their sleeve so that everyone could see it. This bold expression of love and candor was seen to be the height of romance at the time. Hmm. That's that's the kind of thing that sounds like it's probably true. Hmm. But are you trying to catch me out? I might be trying to trip you up. I'm quite. You seem like the type. I'm going to say true. I'm going to go for true. Yeah. Would you Would you pin your husband's name to your to your shirt and then? No, I don't (laughs) think I would because I'm not very good with safety pins and I'd probably prick myself (laughs) in the wrist and end up in A and E. Um, I, I think I would. I think it's quite. There's something quite like you're you're showing it to the world, and it's and it's quite a. I think quite a brave thing to do as well to like be like. I'm going to say that this is the person I'm attracted to and everyone's going right. to see that because that could e- quite easily end in humiliation. <laughs> yes, it could. And we've or, all been there. We have all yeah. been there. I've been there way too many so times. So many times. Um, but you're saying that this is true? I'm saying it's true, yeah. Absolutely oh, correct. It is. You, you do nailing well. this. Yeah. See, I told you you were yeah, intelligent. Yeah. I knew it. I it's knew also, it. I mean, it's 50 50, really, isn't it? So. <laughs> intelligent. <laughs> they have good at all guessing. been guesses, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Chocolate was a Valentine's Day gift that was originally given to those with broken hearts. In the 1800s, physicians prescribed it as the best cure for heartache, and so it was originally given sympathetically to those who were alone on this otherwise romantic day. No, I don't think that's true. I, no. I like I like the sentiment behind it, sure. but I don't, I don't think that's true. Why not? That could that could very much be true. Well, 
It could be. When, which year was it? When was this? In the Middle Ages? In the 1800s. Oh, in so the 1800s. So they had ago. sugar then? They had sugar. They had yeah. chocolate. Um, Cadbury's has been around since like the 1800s, I has believe. It? I think so. Probably got that wrong. Nobody Google that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no just because, you know, we've had a couple of yeses and going with this whole guessing thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you think this, this is false? Yeah. <coughs> You are wrong. Oh. It's, it, is, it is completely true. And what I think is really interesting about it is that people yeah. genuinely went to see their doctor when they had a broken heart. You know, I've, I, I, you know I've, I've fallen for this guy and he doesn't have feelings for me back, so I'm going to go and see the doctor. Yeah. And that seems so... so that's ridiculous. The, ridiculous. What's <laughs> even more ridiculous is the doctor went, here, have some chocolate. <laughs> have some Cadbury's, apparently. That'll make you feel better. Yeah. Um, but you, I, I really don't know what to say about yeah. that. So, But, yeah, apparently that well, was a go. thing. They genuinely I prescribed it. I wonder if it worked. It. I imagine Xanax probably works better. <laughs> I imagine. Just a little bit. <coughs> okay. Oh, and also but the fact that. I think I would be a little bit offended if if it's Valentine's Day and yeah. I've got my broken heart and yeah. then one of my mates comes up to me and is like, you know, here's, here's your box of chocolates. Yeah. That'll help you on your way. Yeah. I, you know, it's... Uh, Although, you know, it is chocolate, so... Can't go wrong with right? chocolate. That's true. Okay, the next one. This, this one is my favourite fact from the list. I think you're going to like go this on. one. A herd of elephants in Botswana have been giving each other Valentine's Day presents every year for over three decades. It is believed that this was due to them observing human researchers exchanging gifts and imitating their behaviour. Although, although they don't always get the date exactly right, every year, every year the elephants can be seen exchanging flowers, rocks and other gifts in mid-February. <laughs> they even experience embarrassment and social isolation if they forget to give their partner a gift. And newborn elephants who have never had contact with humans also now engage with the tradition. No, that can't be. Why? Right. It could well, be because, because they're elephants. Be true, Charlie. They're, <laughs> they're elephants, and I love the fact that if they don't do it, they get shamed. Like what? But do they get trolled on yeah, Twitter like, or something? <laughs> Why haven't you bought your missus a gift? Come yeah. on, Dumbo, get it together. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm calling bullshit on that one. All right, before you give your final answer, yeah. you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and help you out here, Charlie. Oh, okay. I'm such a, I'm such a giving person. All right. Um. Like elephants do do like other human social things like what, they, like peeing. They bury their dead. Do they? Yeah. And they they go to visit the the graves of the dead. Like they're really smart and they're really into the like whole social interaction thing. Like it's a thing that they do. No, I'm still going to say no. <laughs> Well, you ah, are, right. you are, of course, correct. Um, I just completely fabricated that, but it would have been amazing. If it, it would was have been true. amazing. There was a shred of truth in it, and there is. Well, the... there wasn't, was there? <laughs> <laughs> Elephants do give each other gifts. Do they? They do. They do go out and find something that they think that their partner elephant or their friend elephant would like, and right. they bring it to them. And here's your gift. Just not on Valentine's Day. No. Not not finding oh, hard. That's, that's quite sweet. Yeah. I've just remembered my son gave me a chocolate before oh, I went and out. And it in I your put pocket. it in my pocket and it's really disgusting and mashed up. <laughs> I'm going to put that with that disgusting mashed up <laughs> cupcake there. Is that a you Hershey's know, kiss? I don't know what it is. It's a chocolate that he'd been holding in his sweaty little palm <laughs> probably since this morning and gave it to me very proudly. And I said, oh, I'm going to eat that later. And I put it in my pocket like I do with most things that he hands me. Yeah. I always end up with like... 
pebbles or <laughs> a dead flower or a half-eaten polo or something like that and it just goes into my pocket all the time and I forget it's so lovely though like I kind of wish I like had a, a little boy to just like bring me well, random stuff to keep it, in my pockets I absolutely <laughs> don't I absolutely have never wanted anything less in my life okay would you like another one? Oh god how many of these have we got uh, however many you want two Charlie. hours worth two hours great. worth great okay keep them coming <laughs> alright this is actually the last one go on people think that the dick pic is a modern day invention but in actual fact people have been sending pictures of their genitals to one another for hundreds of years yeah particularly on valentine's day okay it is thought that thousands of artists were commissioned by the wealthy to paint portraits of their genitals each year and it is rumored <laughs> that one famous artist was even beheaded by the king of spain for making his genitals look and this is a quote exceptionally pale and withered <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't be best pleased if you're the king you of Spain. I, I, what an idiot. To, to be, I mean, really, you definitely want to kind of, you know, Photoshop that, wouldn't yeah, you, if it absolutely. was the king? To be a bit more generous with well, your paintbrush. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> a couple of extra strokes there. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to, seeing as you gave me a quote, I'm going to say true. Oh, 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 but you know, maybe I was just trying to trick you up, well, trick yeah, you up you with a quote. you the type. I'm going to say true. Yeah? Okay. Is that your final, final answer? It is. You're wrong. I I mean, I do. I I, I love the idea that people have been, you know, getting sitting there with their legs akimbo with a a painter there, you know, painting away um, for hundreds of years. But But no, but no, but no, no, it's not not a thing. I'm sure we know about. I'm sure it did happen. Like, I'm sure it happened a couple of times, but like it being a widespread thing on Valentine's Day every yeah. year although I wonder if they would send you know portraits of other people's genitals just like on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps oh I've got I've got so many people and this probably happens to you as well I've got so many people right now going on Grinder and using my pictures and some of them are like they're using another name and they're just using my pictures but right. some of them are like pretending to be me and like chatting people up and saying that they oh are me, God. and then they're like saying that they're into all of these fetishes and things, okay. which I'm, you know, I'm fine with. I'm open to absolutely anything. Sure. I just, I don't, I don't like people saying things about me that aren't true. No, I am with you on that one. You know, um, but like I keep like reporting them to Grinder and trying to get them taken down. But it's a bit, it's a bit of a nightmare. It's a bit of a nightmare. No, yeah. I don't. I mean, Grinder. I've been in a relationship for such a long time that it didn't exist when I was single. Yeah, with Gaydar, definitely. But I don't. There, there is. There are websites out there where people have had whole, whole. Um, What's it? Threads about people that claim to have had sex with me, which is quite interesting. Really, yeah, that I've looked through and thought mm, that's clearly not true. That one maybe, but, um, but, <laughs> but yeah. the rest. But of that them. one, not so much. Um, and and there was a, there were a few of us at Coronation Street actually who had those um, photoshopped. So there are a lot of pictures of my head on porn stars' bodies, right? Or okay. Me having sex with me, quite clearly photoshopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've had a lot of that, but I don't know about the grinder thing. I'm not on it, so I don't know. Maybe I'm well, sure. Good that- luck to them if they. Could, <laughs> you know. There's probably somebody out there. I imagine at least one person out there um, pretending to be me. Oh, I hope you. so. Yeah, and well, I hope they get some action. <laughs> that that that's a great response. Right. Good good luck to them. Um, we're going to play some two truths one lie, Charlie. Oh yes. Um, so get them ready. We're going to have a bit of music, and oh, then okay. we're going to come back. So All right. Get get your two truths and your lie ready. <coughs> All right. This is closer by Tegan and Sarah. All I want to get is. 
Are you ready to play this game, Charlie? Oh, no, I was ready, and now my phone's turned off. I had to write them down because I couldn't remember what I'd chosen. All right, I've got them. Okay, I'm ready. So you want <clears throat> two truths and one lie? Yeah, about yourself. Okay. Well, in no particular order. <laughs> Number one is I was expelled from school at the age of 11. Okay. Wait, let's, let, let's slow this down because I want to I pick these apart. So what were you, what were you expelled for? Oh, I didn't know I was going to get yeah, quizzed on I'm all of this. Yeah, I'm going to quiz you. I was expelled for truancy. Mm, how much truancy? Well, I- enough to get me expelled. <laughs> well, hang on, but hang on a minute. What a ridiculous punishment for truancy. Why? Because y- y- you're not. So you're skipping school. I was and, skipping school, and the punishment for that is no more school for you. Yeah. That's not really a punishment. That's, well, it was kind of their like reasoning a, behind it was if you don't want to be here, then um, there are other then, kids that do. And I'd got a scholarship to get into this school and oh, um, I clearly wasn't using it. So I didn't like it very much. I didn't like the school. Yeah. But yeah, I guess if you had a scholarship and everything, that is kind of a bit of a blow. Yeah. How, and you were 11 years old. I was 11, tw- uh, 11 or 12. 11-ish, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank um, you for my limb <laughs> I feel like... I'm not, I'm not committing just yet, oh, but okay, I, I feel like that's true. But okay. let's hear the next one. Well, the next one is, my dad was an international drug smuggler. Wow. Okay. Um, is, it, is this a known thing already? Like, did the world already know this? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, and was he caught? He was. And imprisoned? He was. For how long? Um, I'm actually not entirely sure how long. But I think a few years. Okay, so he's not in prison currently. No, he's not alive anymore. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, uh, what kind of drugs? I feel like I feel like you must have stories about this. I feel like I want more, I want more information. <laughs> what kind of drugs? Um, <laughs> uh, hashish. Hashish. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is. Dope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, and. Again, I feel like that's a quite a random thing it's to make quite up. Random. Yep. Um, so again, I, I'm kind of feeling like that one is probably true. Okay, but so let's hear the third. All one. right, and the third one was I was scouted at the age of 14 by Arsenal's under 16 team and was very nearly a professional footballer instead of an actor. Wow! Or nearly went into that instead of. I can't say whether I would have been a professional footballer. But yeah. Nearly went into that instead of acting. And what age did you go into acting? Um, well, seriously, I suppose when I left school at about 18, but I'd always done little bits. When so I was you're a already kid. dabbling in acting. Yeah. You'd already kind of decided yeah. that's yeah. what yeah. you wanted to do. And did you turn it down? Is that why you yeah. didn't do it? Wow, that's quite a big thing to turn down. Yeah. And so, and you were always into, you must have been massively, massively into football. Um, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. So you, yeah. you are still today? Yeah. Favourite team? Arsenal. Favourite player? <laughs> <laughs> but I could tell you any player and you probably wouldn't know, would you? I wouldn't know either. <laughs> All right. Ryan Giggs. Sure. <laughs> Love Ryan. Yeah. Favourite, favourite guy. Wasn't he like a, <coughs> like a real, he was right, Ryan Giggs was like massive, like in the 90s, right? Yeah, in the 90s. He was I remember Man, Man United. Growing up, like he was... Yeah. All the yep. schoolboys would be like, oh, Ryan Giggs, Ryan Giggs. Yep. Oh, so <laughs> kind of feel like I may have exposed a little weakness there mm-hmm. with that last one. Mm-hmm. Um, feel like you would, if you were so into football back in the day, that you would be able to 
give me name another football player no you can't keep asking <laughs> questions <laughs> okay so 11 years old expelled i feel like i do feel like that that's true uh-huh, uh-huh. and i do feel like you, you you do look a bit like a truant <laughs> you look like the kind of boy who would Do like I? to I was a good boy at school I, w- I was a very good boy I, I got detention once and I cried my eyes out That's, I was really upset about it I never got it. detention I never got into trouble apart from, apart being, ex- from, being, apart expelled. from being expelled which is <laughs> quite a lot of trouble oh see now I'm starting to think this one might be a lie mm, they could oh, all be lies that's the so game you're telling me you never got a detention but you did get expelled yep <sighs> see and what was your second one my dad being an international drug smuggler. Oh, they all sound like n- lies now. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm actually going to say the football one is true, <clears throat> and you're just not, you've kind of fallen out of the loop with football, and you're not that into football anymore. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to say that you were scouted when you were 14 years old to be, what was it, Man United? No, Arsenal. Arsenal, okay. Um, so that's true. I'm also going to say that, oh, uh, I'm going to say that you were expelled when you were 11 years old and your dad was not an international drug dealer or whatever it was you said. Yeah. Am I correct? Do I get to press one of your buttons? Yeah, if I'm correct, <laughs> you can press number three. If I'm wrong, you can press number four. <coughs> ah! So your dad was an international drug smuggler? He was. Like, how, that's... I, how? I just don't... Like. Well, I suppppose it's a bit misleading when oh, you here we consider... Go. Here well, no, we no, go. no, he was. <laughs> he was he was smuggling drugs from um, from another country and he got sure. caught and he went to prison. So, ah. you know, that that's true. But it was the 70s and yeah. he was a hippie. Yeah. And he used to go over to Morocco and buy a load of a load of dope yeah. um, and, and drive it back. And... Um, yeah, he did it once. I was about six months old. It was the last time he did it. And um, and he got caught no in France. Way. Were you in the passenger seat? <coughs> no, I wasn't there. It? Neither was my mum. And she'd said to him, please don't. And, you know, yeah. he was like, oh, I'm just going to go over and get some. And uh, he got stopped in France. And, uh, yeah, he went to prison in France. Oh, my God. And I'm not sure how long it was for, but it was... I think I, I, th- I, think I was around about five when he came out. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, that that's incredible. And actually, when you when you when you kind of give the context and the backstory, yeah. it doesn't sound anywhere near as bad. I was kind no, of no, he wasn't. Like, he wasn't a bad man, my dad at all. I he was, was just a hippie, and I think he was like, oh, I can go over and get some and bring some back for my mates. Yeah, and, and you that know was what? what it was. Good, 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 good for your dad. You know, good, good, good for him. He and was a good man, my dad. So he wasn't like Mister Condu, like leader of the like drug cartel. That's no, what I was no, imagining. No, no, no. That was what I was no, imagining. No, no, no. And I was like, wow, this is an interesting thing to discuss live. (laughs) Okay, so that means, so which one is the lie? Well, you tell me. Uh, Oh, by my powers of deduction. (laughs) Um, That means that you didn't get expelled. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No, I did. I was expelled. Yeah, I know. But again, I wasn't a bad kid at all. I just, um, I went to this school when I was 11 and, uh, and, I did get a scholarship to get in, uh, and it was it was really hard academically, and it was a boys' school. Yeah. And I think, you know, I was a little gay boy and, you know, wanted to play with girls and, you yeah. know, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what it's like. Yeah, yeah. And I just didn't fit in there, and I found it really difficult. And so I used to just not go yeah, <laughs> all yeah. the time. I used to bunk off. And, uh, and eventually I think they got in touch with my mum and said, look, 
you know he was awarded a scholarship a scholarship and if he's not gonna if he's not gonna use it he's gonna there are other it. kids who will have that it. would so can you take him out and then i went to the local comp and had a great time oh no way yeah. I, I i completely relate with that actually because i i never skipped school but i did always always used to skip my like pe classes yeah um which is gym for any americans listening um and i just I, I, it was this it was the exact same thing i just i actually quite enjoyed sport like i used to love track and i actually used to yeah. enjoy like some of the team sports and things but it was the way the other boys kind of treated me and they didn't know I was gay at this point or anything but I was kind of feminine and Mm. there was a lot of kind of bullying and things going on and whenever I would report it to like the PE teacher for instance no action was taken so I used to bunk off PE all the time and I would just me and my friends we would like go behind the bike sheds or hide in one of the buildings or something and always skip it but I never actually got caught for it right i managed to skip almost two years of pe and yep. managed to get away with it still wow. don't really know how because you know they took a register <laughs> and all the rest of it um but yeah managed to slip away with it yeah. um so that means that you didn't get scouted no not at all <laughs> i'm a big old homo i don't know anything about football at all i was really hoping to see like imagining like little charlie like on the field kicking balls no, around no no not a two left feet but but my husband cameron he was he was captain of the football team at school and captain really? of the basketball team yeah he was like super achieving kind of alpha male type yeah. Yeah, he was really good at all that stuff. Oh, that's amazing, because what I was about to say is I was kind of hoping you would be, like, representation for, like, LGBT plus people in sport there. But, you know, your husband, I guess. I'm just a cliche. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. Well, it was was fun to kind of learn a little bit more about you. Um, I'm going to indulge some... I'm going to share some of my secrets with you later. Go for it. You can. I'm not doing it right now. I need need to think about them. Um, (laughs) Should we have some more music? Let's. Let's have one of your choices. Um... Okay, this is Buffalo Stats. Go on. Mm, that's good. Now the tambourine. Right now. Fubar Radio presents... Sarah Love and my sticky. We have this amazing station, and um, I thought, let's use this to spread some love in the world. That's right. We want some hip-hop babies out there. Email us if maybe you're looking for love in your life. Yeah. My name's Verity. I'm five foot ten. Um, I absolutely love '80s music. Um, I think my first crush was Rick Astley. So if you have anyone out there that looks like Rick Astley, that would be amazing. So email us yeah, hiphop at foodbarradio.com, and we're paying pregnant, this. You are going to have to <laughs> pay for the baby. Day, so. Every Monday, Sarah Love and Mike from four pm. Foodbar Radio. All right, it's time for a bit of Porn or Not Porn. This is everybody's favourite game. Yeah. Um, so here for you, Charlie, I've got some sound effects. Right. Um, and some of these are taken from pornographic videos. Yep. Um, and some of them have been taken from clips from the Winter Olympics. So it's either, it's either <laughs> porn or people falling over okay. in the snow. Okay, I'm going to be good at this because I've seen... All the porn films. Oh, I thought you yeah. were going to say you'd been like really watching the Winter Olympics. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. But I, I think I've seen every porn film, every single yeah, one. I'm sure of it. Good, good. Um, yeah. I've, I've seen a fair few myself. Can't, yeah. can't. Don't think I can say I've seen every one. Um, so, okay, yeah, this will be a nice um, task for your memory then. Okay. Okay. Here's your first one. <laughs> what do we think? Oh, can I? Get- 
Oh God, no! Please don't let that be from a porn film. You know what? This 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 porn sound sounds really really familiar. <laughs> and I think my my lovely lovely producer. Um, lovely producer Abby maybe has mixed up my sound effects, and this was this. So this one was actually um, from a James Bond clip a couple of weeks ago. That right, was, that okay. Was the, that was the theme. Um, so that was neither. So that was neither. That was neither. Porn that, nor know, Winter Olympics. To... I'm glad that wasn't porn because you know what? <laughs> that would have been really horrible. That would have been like a fisting video or something, wouldn't it? That been... Yeah, like something got because he didn't sound like he was in the best pleasure. That he, gentleman. Not really, did he? <laughs> Assuming it was a gentleman. Okay. Okay, so would you would you like the actual yeah, correct please. sound effect? <coughs> All right, let's see if this works. Oh! There we go. <laughs> um, no, I think that's Winter Olympics. Do you? I do, yeah. I, I what do you think? Do you well, know these ones? Are you guessing with me or do you have no, the answers? No, I, I, I have the answers on the sheet here. Um, okay. So, so I do know, but I'd, I have made a similar sound to this before. Oh! I have. Have you? I have. Have you? At which point? That, well, I think it's obvious. That's definitely the climax. There, Do you think isn't so? It? Yeah, the ju- just, yeah. I see it again. Okay, here you go. Oh! No, I think that's Winter Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely correct. This was Tyler Walker uh, crashing down the men's downhill sitting. Skiing, Sochi. This, this description isn't working for me. This right. is somebody called Tyler Walker. Um, doing injured, something in the snow, themselves, yeah. doing some rolling around in the <laughs> yeah. snow. Um, so yeah, good old, good old Tyler. Let's have him one or her, him or, or her. her. You know, Tyler is a androgynous name. Let's have it one more time. Oh! Yep. Yeah. There you go. Okay, your next one is. <laughs> can I have that one again, please? <laughs> you can indeed. See, I feel like it's... What? Tell me your thoughts. Well, it sounds like a group scenario. It does indeed. <laughs> I can hear some voices in the background. There are other people involved. Yeah. But, you know... Which group. I guess is good for, for porn. <laughs> no point in, on your own, really, yeah. is it? Um, I think... I, I'm going to say that one is, is from a porn film. Do, you, th- do yeah. you really think so? But those people in the background, they could just be, like, people cheering her on, you know? Like, come on, you, you've got this. Do that bobsleigh. Could be. Yeah. 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 No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for porn. Porn again. Absolutely correct. Very that good. is Rachel's Loud Sex XXX. Oh. Um, you may remember that one because yeah, you Yeah, no, have, obviously I've seen that one. Yeah, that's Love a, Rachel. Yeah, it's, that's one, you know, like 11 p.m., kind of getting a bit drowsy in the evening. Yeah. Bit of yeah. Rachel's Loud Sex XXX. Totally wakes you up. It's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. Black yeah. and white as well. Yeah. Which yeah. is nice touch. <laughs> Okay, your next sound effect. Oh. <laughs> That's got to be poor. <laughs> yeah, they've not made these very hard this week, have they? They haven't really. <coughs> well, I, that must be poor, surely. Could, it could be a red herring. It could be a red herring. <laughs> but how embarrassing if that is somebody from the Winter Olympics. Just t- taking a tumble. That's porn. Yeah? I've yeah, it absolutely And I've is. got to blow my nose, so could you mute my mic or Yeah, something? go ahead. Blow away. I think they can still hear you on my microphone. Uh-oh. It, it, that was one hell, of a, <laughs> one hell of a blow. Yeah, that's better. I'm fine now. Better? Okay. Yeah, much better. Um, <clears throat> so I'm surprised you don't recognise this one, because, again, it's from a classic. It's, it's from a classic porn film. Go on. That, that's it. 
It was, was it? Um, it was from sexy hippie Harry Pussy Fox Big Throppin' Got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was up for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I didn't get it. Oh, yeah. you would have been so great. Oh, I would have been great. Well. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, apparently, I wasn't hairy enough. Oh, and you, you're fa- or enough you're, of a hippie. You're a fairly hairy gentleman. I mean, I can only I see am, you yeah. like neck up. Yeah, no, not, I'm not like, I haven't got like a hairy ass or anything like that. But, you know, up here, I, yeah. I, I, I grow a good beard. Yeah, it, you look good with a beard as well. Yeah, thanks. I can't imagine thanks. you without My one. children won't kiss me. <laughs> they're like that no <laughs> just back off and and that's because of the beard not because, because of the beard yeah. yeah and my breath obviously <laughs> <laughs> all right your next one is oh that sounds like an elephant <laughs> it really does it's one of those elephants giving um giving gi- gifts out oh dear oh See, I feel like this is a tricky one. It is a tricky one. And if that's porn, I'm not sure he's enjoying himself. Well, you know, there's a lot of porn out there. There is a lot of porn out there. You know, and... Is it uh, one of those rape scenarios? (laughs) It might be one of those... Is it one of those? Staged rape. Staged Staged rape. rape Well, I hope so. Um, No, I'm going to go Winter Olympics with that one. You are? Yeah. All right, I'm going to play it one more time. Go on. Oh, well, now I'm doubting myself. Ah. (laughs) Ah. It's no, I'm, all right. I'm changing. I'm oh, flipping. Oh, you're changing. I'm going porn. Oh, I feel bad for making you change. Oh, do you? Why have or I got maybe it wrong I, now? May, well, you know, it depends whether I'm trying to make you win or fail. Well, there is that. So, finally, I need a final answer. I'll, from say, you. I'll say porn. You think this? I'll one's say porn. porn. <coughs> should have stuck to your guns. Should have done, shouldn't I? Should have stuck to your guns. Oh. It, um, this was um, Jenny Jones' bronze medal. Um, that's a, that's a lady. That that is a lady. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear a lady. I do. I do. I hear a. I hear a um, cow. <laughs> I don't know what was happening to her at the time. <laughs> but yeah, I think she was taking a bit of a tumble there. Oh dear. Okay. What do you mean? I feel like you're doing fairly well at these. Am I? You're not counting, though. You've got no idea how many I've got right, have you? Six. This is outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I'm being, I'm being told how many you've got right. Three. Three out Three of four. Three correct out of four. Yeah. Brilliant. And I think if you get four out of five, I'm going to be really impressed with you. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Freedom! Freedom! Definitely played two at once there, which was a delight for the ears. Go I'm, g- I'm going to give you give that right. to you again. Freedom! Freedom! Is he shouting freedom? It sounds like he's shouting freedom. Oh, Is this no. from Is this like the George f- Michael? French from Revolution the or heat. something. Freedom! <laughs> The thing is, I feel like he's outside and I can hear a crowd. So yeah. I'm going to have to say Winter Olympics. But is this like a trick one? Yeah, because, you know, again, there are all kinds of different porn. And sometimes I have to say at the point of arrival, uh-huh. I, I often shout freedom. So <laughs> uh, Same, actually. We have that in common. Well, yeah. We do. I imagine. I mean, that's just a standard... <laughs> Come cry, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, um, Winter Olympics. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. You are absolutely <coughs> correct. Um, that is Turin. That I don't know who that is, but it's the women's snowboard cross final. That was a woman as well. Yeah. App- apparently so. Let's hear that one more time. <coughs> Freedom! Freedom! I mean, I don't want to be cis-normative, but it doesn't, it doesn't sound like a lady. It doesn't really, does it? Um, maybe it's a, a gentleman celebrating on behalf of the lady. Who knows? 
Who knows? But you got it right. You got four out of five. Okay. Which is, I, I think, a pretty. You're up there. People, um, I, you're I, up I, there. I, I think I can hold my head proud. I, th- I do think they made it a little bit too easy on a couple of these. Um, I, I want to play the 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 sexy hippie hairy pussy for you one more time, because you know why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds like a hippie, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, she's having a great time. She's having a great time. Well, speaking of sex, we are going to be reacting to your sex confessions later on in the show. So if you are listening at home and you do want to send in your naughty confessions, you can do that by emailing Callum at foobarradio.com. They are completely confidential and anonymous. Um, me and Charlie even won't know your name or who you are. Yeah. Um, so don't worry about the whole world knowing your secrets um, and dive divulge as much as you would like to so that's callum at foobarradio.com and now let's have a little bit of roller coaster so now we are are joined by the absolutely, absolutely amazing um, Erica Lust um, is with us here. Um, Erica, I'm joined by Charlie here in the studio. Um, and Erica, you are a erotic filmmaker, is that right? That's right. Hello. How are you? I'm very, very good. And um, actually, I was um, having a little look at some of your films last night um my lovely lovely producer sent over some of your stuff and said this is your homework for tonight callum and i was like you know what (laughs) watching erotic movies (laughs) um so tell me a little bit more about your erotic films and how you got into it well it's actually it's kind of a long story it started many years ago back at university uh i was as so many young people curious about sex wanted to know more wanted to see how it was done and i wanted to 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 watch porn obviously and what happened to me was that i kind of felt somehow that porn didn't really connect with me in the way that i was that i wanted it to connect sure and i felt that so many times when i talked to friends of mine to 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 boys and girls around me it seemed like the boys had a really easy time to connect with porn they were Mm. like i love this it's great and the girls were kind of critical to it you know there was something uh, amongst women that just felt like it wasn't really made for us yeah and i was studying political science at that time so i was in the mood of analyzing everything and deconstructing and trying to see structures and figure out how power structures kind of were were made and i realized the more porn i watched that it was always the male character that was the the big protagonist that was the main character absolutely the the women their role somehow it was to satisfy the men but Mm -hmm. it wasn't really about them it wasn't about you know about their sexuality their fantasies and many times it it looked like they didn't even have real pleasure Mm. so I kind of, it started back there on, on, on this personal level and on this theoretical level. And then years after, 
Uh, I had moved down to Barcelona and I was working in the film industry basically as a production assistant doing a lot of advertising and ads and television and, and, and different things and I was studying filmmaking and I had an opportunity to to do a short film as my you know as my my, my exam and project for for this film school and when I when I sat down and I started to think about what kind of short film do I want to do I realized that I had had this thoughts about pornography for so many years because yeah. my feeling was that oh my god but it must be possible to do it differently why can't I do it from my point of view because I always kind of love the idea of porn of looking at people having sex you know absolutely the idea in itself it's it's kind of great right but then I I I realized that there's so many it's it's kind of become a little contaminated there's so many bad values in most of the porn that's out there today yeah i com- I, I completely agree with you and i g- going back to what you were saying a, a moment ago about it never focusing on the woman um i you know that's personally kind of an issue i kind of have with mainstream porn as well is that the woman is actually a lot of the time seen as an object and in things like lesbian porn for instance the the you know the focus isn't about two women bonding and 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 and, and doing that together and you know lesbian porn isn't marketed at lesbians it's marketed at men and women are seen as the objects and, and, and i think that's really really the mainstream lesbian porn because then of course there are lesbian porn for lesbians. Yes. But you have to, you know, you have to go online. You, you have, have to dig to it out. Around. You have to find it. The good stuff. Because there's the yeah. funny thing with porn is that so many people just talk about this mainstream porn all yeah. the time. Like that's the only thing that exists. But today, actually, there's a lot of independent porn out there. But you have to know kind of how to find it. Yeah. And, and, and when I was kind of looking through some of your films, and, and they are films, they are short films, um, looking through them last night, I was, that, that was one of the first things that I noticed was kind of how inclusive and how diverse it was of so many different people, but mm-hmm. also the, the, the focus and, the, and how it was kind of from a, a female perspective and really kind of celebrating that as a thing and it, and they and they're so cinematic and so beautifully made and <coughs> honestly just watching them i was like I, I i literally hadn't seen anything like that in porn before maybe i'm looking in the wrong places but i i i truly believe that you're creating something really unique important and and powerful oh well, thank you so much for saying that because that's really what i'm trying to do and i feel so happy every time i hear people that feels that i'm you know i'm doing it that yeah we are doing it because it's not only me obviously i am making these films with a, a kind of a big crew we are almost 15 people most wow. of us are women behind yeah. cameras so that's one of the important things and I think that that is that is why you kind of feel this female gaze behind the camera because of the way we treat you know the narratives the stories the developing of the characters the ambient and then of course we put a lot of effort in the, the cinematographic mm-hmm. style in the art in the design in the music and you know everything from wardrobe to makeup to make everything just kind of look good and feel good and get into that erotic mood that yeah, I yeah. 
I felt that I, 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 I wanted to find a porn that was more erotic somehow because, you know, I, I think it can be both erotic and explicit at the same time. Yeah, and at the beginning you were kind of saying how, you know, you've met so many women throughout your life um, who haven't been able to connect with porn. But I would say even myself, and, and perhaps it is connected to the fact that I'm a gay man and maybe I'm a little bit more sensitive and emotional, but even I sometimes have found it difficult to connect to porn. And I've always kind of thought, and I've said this before, that, um, you know, if they took the same kind of effort they do in telling stories and making beautiful pieces of art that they do with film, with porn, then I think I would be able to connect to it a lot more. And that, that you know, again, that was one of the first things I noticed with with your films. When I was watching them, I felt like I was watching the kind of thing that I would go to the cinema to see. And oh, cool. That's so great to hear. Yeah. Oh. Um, and, and, but also, I was kind of wondering what your take is on why do you think there isn't more porn out there that's like that? Because the, the porn industry is such an enormous industry. There's so much money in it. So why aren't more people creating this kind of high-value, really cinematic, beautiful porn? Because it is difficult to make it. It needs, you know, a lot of effort, a lot of energy, a lot of love, a lot of of care. And I think that what what has happened with the porn industry somehow is that it got it got away from from the values that it had when it boomed. You know, when when the porn industry got big in the sixties and the seventies, many of the people behind it they were liberal people who were protesting somehow uh, uh, about this very conservative society we we lived in mm -hmm. uh, and they had visions for sexuality and they had visions for for filmmaking and then with the boom of the VHS and the video and when that got into every home uh, there was a lot of people who wanted to you know, to earn money really on porn, who saw the potential in earning a lot of money. So I think a lot of people who were not interested really, neither in the sex, neither in the filmmaking, got into the business and they started making porn as some kind of sausage factory, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think I've seen that. <laughs> and what I've seen, you know, since the 80s, 90s, I mean, it, it got more and more extreme. And instead of this kind of liberal, sexual, positive values, it got more and more into misogynistic values, mm -hmm. into destroying women, punish fucking them, taking them. You know, it was so much about about destroying tiny teens. And even today, I mean, go, go around and look at all these tube sites online where the porn is free and you will be you will be taken away but by some of the thumbnails of these texts really yeah they are so racist many times uh so you know dividing people into fetishized groups of ethnicity or of body types or ages you know everything is latinas asians ebony yeah fat. Small, big tits, chubby, petite, milfs, teens, stepdaughters, you know, all these crazy genres that make you feel like they are dehumanizing people instead of celebrating sex, which I think that porn should be about.
Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, and you know, speaking of, you know, how racist and, and, and kind of uninclusive and, and kind of fetishizing certain groups as well. And like, other people, obviously. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, that was one of the first things that I noticed was that, that you know, the, the, the films that you had there, um, and, and there's so many to choose from. Again, it wasn't kind of putting people into boxers and, 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 and fetishizing people. It was, it was saying these are almost stories between two people. And, you know, you click on them like you would click on a film because you're interested in the story it's going to tell rather than seeing like a thumbnail of, Mm. you know somebody being aggressively fucked or whatever it is you click yeah. on it because you know i was I, you know as a gay man i was clicking onto um uh, the porn films with two women and things like that when i was when i was oh. on having a look and because i was intrigued and i was sitting and watching them and although obviously they are incredibly erotic and incredibly sexual i almost was able to appreciate them as art in itself um and then obviously if they've got you know a, a nice guy in it that i particularly like then i can enjoy them as porn as well but it's nice that you can do it's nice that you can do both it's nice that you don't have to kind of do that thing that so many people do where they they kind of finish watching their porn and then ashamed of themselves they quickly close it and clear their browsing history you know it would be nice if you could just watch it and enjoy it for what it is and it not just be porn and I think it's really important also because people are so hungry for narratives that talks about sex, you know, that talks about how people relate with each other sexually. Because porn many times, the mainstream porn that's out there, obviously, many times it's just kind of focus on the postures and on the fluids and the mm -hmm. techniques and, you know, but it's not really about how people connect sexually to each other. And I think that for me, that is one of the things I really want to focus on. Mm -hmm. I want to tell stories, you know, about who are these people? Why are they into each other? What is going on between them? I think that for me, that is the, the big kind of turn on. I need that context somehow to get into the story and to appreciate, you know, the sexual game between them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But how, how, how do you think we can change? Do, do you think the industry is changing already? Um, and if not, you know, how, how, do we, how do we get it to change? How do we make it more inclusive? Well, I think that we have to be responsible as consumers. I think that we need to start paying for our porn to get better porn, you know, to mm -hmm. start to start backing companies or people or directors or actors that you feel that you connect with, that you share values with. I, I think that it's important when people go porn surfing that they check out the sites that they are visiting. Do that site has an about page? Can you can you see who owns the company? Yeah. Who's it who has made that film is there a picture a name is there an interview you can maybe listen to or read or watch can you see some making off footage from the film that you are watching so you make sure that you are watching something that people has have actually been you know caring about the process of making it because I feel that most mainstream porn out there, it's become so anonymous. There's no one yeah. behind it. And that 
just feels to me that the people who are making it, they are obviously not proud of what they are making. Because if they were, they would show face, right? Sure. So I think we should all uh, we should all ask ourselves the question that if you don't pay for it, then who is paying for it? Or maybe you are the product. Because I used to ask myself, <coughs> like, is the business of all these tube sites online, you know? Obviously, it's not sex. Obviously, it's not porn. Because yeah. that's not the real product. Uh, so I believe that their business is really moving traffic, right? They want yeah. as much traffic as possible to their sites. And they use porn to get that traffic to their sites. But what do they sell to that traffic, to those people? Well, they're selling a lot of ads. And a lot yeah. of those ads are ugly ads, you know, selling pills that doesn't even work. work. Yeah, definitely. Or, you know, to date a slutty Latina in your neighborhood. That is not even, you know, it's like, where do we... Where does it come from? <laughs> yeah. People, the worst thing is that people do really, they... They, they put in their credit card details, you yeah. know, and they buy it's this kind of product. And then they feel ashamed that they have done it. So they don't go to the police and tell that the pills that they that bought. That they don't work. <coughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. And I think you're completely right, Erica. And I think I, I think one point you really made there that I, I think is, is something that we should really drive home is, is about kind of being responsible in the porn that you watch. Um, I'm going to be honest, Erica. I have never paid for porn in my entire life and I never really thought of that as a bad thing but you know if I want to support um, you know erotic filmmakers like yourself for instance it's then not- you need to do that with, with with money or you know watching the going to the right sites and, and like you said going to people who are putting their kind of passion and things behind it and so- remember that those kind of films they cost money because we you know we pay our actors we pay our crew we absolutely have working on the websites that make everything work that so you can watch the films with subtitles and in high definition and then <coughs> when it comes to adult content also all these credit card companies they charge very high percentage just to you know to 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 manage uh, an operation it's not the same as when you buy shoes where they maybe you know they they percent <coughs> here we are talking about you know 17%. Yeah, so uh, absolutely. Why content is, is, is more expensive than other kind of content. Yeah, I, com- I completely agree with you. And I, I, I've definitely learned something here today. And I'm definitely going to take that away and, 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 and try and be more responsible myself. And I hope that the people listening at home will, will kind of take something from that as well. Um, Erica, I absolutely love everything that you're doing. I think it's incredible. Um, and I can't thank you enough for... Uh, coming on the show to talk to us here today i think i think you've educated me and charlie quite a bit i'm so happy to hear that (laughs) thank you so much for inviting me and for letting me spread these words of course and and where can people find your work if they do want to well they can come to ericalast.com erica with a k amazing okay so every everyone listening should definitely go and check out your work um thank you again so much for coming on erica Um, Now we're going to play you out with a little bit of Reunion by M83. Foobar Radio presents... 
I'm a champion lipsa, bro, so okay. I don't expect any to... less. Yeah, I'm genuinely starting to think that I'm not the kisser that I thought I was. I think that you might be the problem. Because yeah. you have a problem every time yeah. someone kisses you. <laughs> I just follow the lead. <laughs> you just put your tongue in her mouth still. See, this is too I just tickle around the tip of it. <laughs> Reese just does what they do. Then how do you kiss? You're, if you're always leading off them, then it's not like, maybe it's not them. <laughs> That's why I'm so bothered. <laughs> Reese's lips and technique is like just mainstream music yeah, right. listening, isn't it? It's just like, just do what everyone else does. Yeah. Every Wednesday. Incorporated. From 4pm. Radio. I feel like that was a very deep chat we just had about it porn was, there. It was definitely Charlie. a long chat. Yeah, it was a long chat. She, she had an awful lot to say, but she was really interesting. Oh, I'd, I'd like to see some of her movies now. I would genuinely, genuinely recommend yeah. checking them out. I'm not just saying that just because she's just yeah. been on the show. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Because kind of when, when I first heard about it, I was, you know porn that is 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 more from the woman's eye um i didn't really know what that meant you know i kind of thought just i to be honest i kind of thought that the man would be a little bit more fetishized in them but it's but it's it's not like that. i think what's interesting is it's very rare that you see porn any kind of porn where there's inequality of power yes there's always usually one person will be dominating the other absolutely And and i imagine that's not that's something that men tend to get off on more, more than, than women. women. So I'd be interested to see in her stuff whether they were actually, they had a sort of equal power level. In and, it, and, and that's exactly what it is, because when, <coughs> I, when I first heard of it, I kind of th- thought it would be maybe like, my mind went to like a man tied up being yeah. tortured by a dominatrix. No, 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 but that's not going to turn on the woman either. No. And it necessarily. Absolutely, it's not that. And it's, it's exactly what you were just saying. It's, a, it's about an equal power balance. Yeah. It's about yeah. two people coming together yeah, yeah. and sharing something. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's not like hot. Like it's still yeah. porn. It's still, yeah, sure. it's still, you know, the good stuff. Yep. Um, Great. And you, as, again, you have seen every single I've seen porno, all of them, yeah. So. <laughs> All right, um, I know you love a game. I love Charlie. a game. You love a game. Um, so this game is called Match Me If You Can. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I've got a lovely gentleman's um, dating app here. Uh-huh. Um, it's his profile. It's not his real one. Um, it's a celebrity. And I've got a f- couple of clues from his dating profile. And you're going to have to try and figure out who he is. Who he is. I feel like you're pretty brushed up on your pop culture. I've probably slept with him, to be honest. Probably. You yeah, probably yeah. have. And it's probably written about on those little... On Reddit those websites. Websites, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> okay, well, I, I can start you off by telling you he's he's very handsome gentleman. He's somebody that I... I reckon I could have some fun with him. I know a lot of people go crazy over him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, your first clue. This man was born in Hollywood, Northern Ireland... Oh. I didn't even know there was a Hollywood in Northern Ireland. Right. Um, but he's now very much associated with Hollywood, Los Angeles. Oh. Um, I know that's not really much of a clue, but have you any ideas so far? No. I didn't know he was Irish, <coughs> this gentleman. Right, okay, and- well then that helps. Because I was just going, <laughs> well, Colin Farrell, that's about it. And he's not Northern Irish. Um, like, maybe like... I. I've I've seen him act, but I haven't. Maybe I've maybe not seen interviews with him and things. I don't really know if he has an Irish accent. But okay. In he's he's in a very famous series of films. Okay, I do think I know who it is. He doesn't have an Irish accent. Do, do you really? I do. Actually. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give you another little clue. Um, he is a versatile actor, having played <laughs> always the best. <laughs> having played both a serial killer yep. and a sheriff. Yeah. Do you think do you know her? I do. Shall I, I rally off all your clues in one go? go? For it. All right. Um, this young man was in a relationship with actress Kira Knightley from uh-huh. 2003 to 2005. Yep. Again, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
and he's into this is this is the giveaway yep. he's into bdsm yep. his sexual preferences can be seen on the big screen indeed Who jamie it? dornan it is absolutely yeah. jamie dornan how did you know so much about him because i remembered that he is from northern ireland ah. I, I suddenly had a, a memory of reading an interview with him where he said he was from or born there I, but I must have does he have an irish accent uh I don't know I if don't he does, because I don't think I've ever seen him interviewed. Yeah, I feel like if he does naturally have a, an Irish accent, he does a very good job of covering yeah. it up. Um, yeah, he, he, he just sounds American to me. Yep. Um, so that's pretty impressive. Also, it says here that he's into BDSM. His sexual preferences can be seen on the big screen. Is Surely that... Is, is he actually into BDSM? I don't, you tell me. You've got his profile. I, I just assumed that was from Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. No. I, I again. I assumed that was a nod to that. But I'm wondering if he's if he's into BDSM uh, himself in his personal life. That's not quite clear by this it's profile not, is it? here. Um, I would think. I would think it was pretty cool if he was into BDSM himself and he brought that onto the screen. Um, but yeah, what do you feel about Fifty Shades of Grey? I don't feel much about Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm. I know it's a huge phenomenon. Yes. Uh, well, I can almost say that with my car. <laughs> phenomenon. It's like the tunes advert from when I was a kid. Um, uh, but I haven't read them. I haven't seen the films. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know much, much about, about them. So, yeah. Um, Have I, you seen them? I, I, I haven't read them. And I always do like to, if, it's a, if it was a book first, I always yeah. like to tr make sure I read them. Um, I did see the first movie. And I thought it was very interesting. And I've heard kind of two very different arguments about this book. Uh -huh. And I understand the merit in both of them. So on one hand, you've got people saying, you know, you never, ever see like BDSM represented on screen. Yeah, you yeah, know, there are sure. there are millions of people around the world who have who enjoy BDSM, who perhaps have relationships that have built around BDSM. And we just don't see it. And it's kind of seen as this dark, sinister thing that other people do. Yeah. And nobody kind of thinks, oh, no, the postman does it. The, the English teacher in the school does it. You know, it's not kind of normalized. So I think Fifty Shades, being this enormous book franchise and film franchise, yeah. is great for saying, hey, look at this. BDSM is a thing. It's completely normal. Let's celebrate that. Yeah. Yay. I think that's great. But then on the other side of things, um, I've seen a lot of people, and I kind of do agree with them, saying that Fifty Shades is a complete misrepresentation of BDSM and kink and that whole community. Yeah. Um, because I don't know, again, I don't know if this is in the in the books, but in the films, you know, the the girl is very much seen as kind of his object, and mm -hmm. she has to mm -hmm. sign a contract to say that he can do whatever she want, he oh, wants right. to her and things like that, and... To me, it just doesn't seem very realistic, and it almost ventures into almost being slightly problematic. Right, right, right. Um, Abusive properly yeah, rather than consensually. Exactly. So I'm like, is is this a representation of an <coughs> abusive relationship? I think it's it's a very grey way. It's a very grey area. It certainly is. Um, and I think I, I, I don't know how to navigate that. And I also don't know the answer. Um, so I am super interested. If you do have any thoughts on that, um, do feel free to email us in because I would love to hear some alternative perspectives. I feel like maybe I should get somebody who's like really into the kink community. I feel like yeah, I should get, get, them, them, get them on the show yeah. and have a conversation with them and see what they think about the whole thing. 
I, I think that would be helpful. <laughs> All right, we're going to be reacting to people's sex confessions. Um, we're going to be doing that very, very shortly after a little song. So if you do have any last-minute confessions you want to send in, you can email them to callum at foobarradio.com. It's all completely confidential and anonymous, so don't worry about us spilling your secrets. And we'll be doing that very, very shortly. And maybe I'll give you a little confession as well, Charlie. Thanks. I'll, I'd like I'll, that. I'll treat. I'll treat you. The thing is, I'm, <laughs> I'm running out. I'm running out. Are I, you? I give a confession every week, and I'm oh, do you? You've run to, out. Yeah, I need to get a more active sex You're life. You're only young. You can't have that. Many. <laughs> I've got a few. I've got a few. All right. This is super far. All right, Charlie. Yep. People have been sending in their sex confessions. Yep. Um, got quite a few here. Okay. Um, You're okay. going to choose the best ones. Obviously. Yep. Always. <coughs> All right. Uh, so the first sex confession that we have had in is, when I was flying to Canada, one of the flight attendants really checked my belt was working. Then halfway through the flight, we had sex in the bathrooms of the plane. And we have been going out for two years since. Okay, I, I don't. I feel like we're Aww. missing a part of this story here. It's gone from them checking their belt, by which I assume yeah. they were having a li- maybe a little, little feel, feel of the, yeah. a consensual feel of the nether regions. Yeah. And then how? But how do you go from that to sex in the bathroom? That, that's quite a leap, isn't it? <laughs> it is quite. That a leap. is quite a leap. There must have been a little bit. Well, I don't know though. You know what the gays are like. Yeah, off a little you go. bit of eye contact, off and you you're go. in. <laughs> I love the fact that I love the fact that they're together though. They've got, they've been going out for two years. It's like this happy ending got, got a happy, <laughs> got ending, a happy right? ending, right? I mean, I, I feel like that is like the definition of a modern day love story. I know it's lovely. You got to watch those Canadians as well. My <laughs> husband's Canadian. Yeah. Can't be trusted. Can't be trusted. Can't be trusted. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think they're... I don't know if you know the laws around these things, but, like, <laughs> I've, I've heard before that, like, having sex in the bathroom of an aeroplane is, like, super illegal, and you can really? actually be, like, really punished for it. Really? Because apparently... And I don't really understand how, but apparently by doing that, you're putting the safety of the aircraft at risk. I don't understand how. I would, I would definitely imagine that as a flight attendant, you shouldn't be having sex <laughs> in the toilet. That, that, that I yeah. can pretty much guarantee isn't in the job description. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it just apparently as passengers, you're not allowed to do it. Well, no, you're not allowed, but I didn't, you know, I thought it'd be a slap Have on the wrist. Have you ever had sex in, a, in an aeroplane toilet? I haven't, no. I might have masturbated in one once. There, there's your sex confession. Um, yeah. No, but no, I don't. I don't. I, no, I haven't. I haven't. No, I don't think I have. I have in a train. I've done it in a train bathroom before. No, I've not done it in a train bathroom no. before. I think it's quite a difficult thing to kind I've of. I've done it in my bathroom. Oh, no, no, that's <laughs> something. That's something. Um, I think it's quite a difficult thing to organise as well. Like, how do you like? I'll meet you in the bathroom in two minutes, but then what if there's a knock on the door and it's some other guy? Do you know what I mean? It's quite the the, the logistics of it, Charlie. I'm they, all about the logistics. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, they really, really throw me off. Oh, oh, we have we have information about the laws around this. Okay, so this says while there is no explicit British law against having sex on an aeroplane, there are some you're at risk of breaking. Under Section 71 of the Sexual Offences Act 2004, it is illegal to have sex in a lavatory to which the public has access. There you go. So actually, everything I just said is complete bullshit. You're not putting the plane at risk, but I feel like it's a slap on the wrist if you get caught doing that, yeah, isn't it? I, I would say so. And if I was a flight attendant working on a plane and I caught two people doing it in the bathroom, I'd be like, "Come on, guys, out you come." Yeah. 
I'm not going to be like, right, police yeah. are getting involved with this. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so that's good to know. So, you know, maybe I'll get involved with that one day. All right, should we have another one? Go on. Would you like to read it, Charlie, with your sexy, sexy, colded-up voice? Sexy, bunged-up voice. Yeah. Uh, this one says, I got drunk on St Paddy's Day last year and went back to this guy's house. When I was giving him a blowjob, he started... Oh, he started to tow me. <laughs> That's tow. <laughs> <laughs> T-O-E me. I kind of liked it. Don't tell. Wait, well, so, I just have. Um, I don't know what that means, Toby. Like, is that putting a toe up your yeah, ass? Yeah, I think it's like instead of fingering, it's towing. Oh. I think. I'm a, but wait, I so don't... So presumably he was... I'm just trying to get the logistics again. Was he? One of them was sitting <laughs> down and the other one was presumably squatting. So... He sat on his foot, basically. He's, I don't know. I'm trying. I, this is also confusing me. Wait. So if if I've got somebody between my legs giving yeah. me a yeah. a lovely blowjob, no, yeah. I'm between somebody's leg giving a lovely blowjob, and then oh, I see. You so see, if, if they're sitting on a chair and you're yes. squatting in front of them, then they can just slip the toe in from behind. They can slip their toe in. I mean, people are into fingering, so I don't understand. You know why. Not white towing. Should, yeah, why not? I mean, you probably couldn't get it in that far, but uh, yeah, they're not very long a toe. They're not. Though I do have one of those like really weird hyperextended toes. Do you? So one of my toes is like ridiculously long. We're well, not you talking. Could, you could use that. Yeah, like that would. <coughs> you, I mean, we're talking still only a couple of inches, right, but okay. it, I reckon I could do a little bit of damage with it. <laughs> Just like <laughs> cram it in there. Um, my lovely oh okay here we go here's the here's the definition of towing the act of pursuing sexual movements in the vaginal area with your toe instead of a finger to create pleasure for the women oh oh or, maybe this was a woman oh yeah perhaps i, I think either or you're sticking either a toe or. in a hole any holes a goal any holes a goal so toe away um yeah i think people th- people have a like a weird thing about feet don't they people really don't like anything to do with feet yeah i posted a picture on instagram the other day of me just sitting on a chair and i had my feet, feet up oh, no. and somebody said oh nice feet yeah you can't you see go, anytime there was a, there was a time once and i was i was in a yoga class and i just took a little picture and put it on instagram stories yeah. said some nonsense about doing yoga and I said to my friend as I was doing it, I said, oh, my feet are in this. And from experience, I, was, I said, within five minutes, this is going to be on foot fetish websites. Really? And literally, it was, like, it was like 30 seconds and it was there. And it was on this like Instagram page of like, it was called like Hot Guy's Feet or something. There you go. Literally within a minute of me posting Did it. Did they talk about your weird long toe? <laughs> they should. I feel, like, I feel like they should celebrate my weird yeah. long toe. So yeah, like the, the, the foot fetish community are active. They're yeah, on well, it. They're out there searching there for it. There you go, clearly. So uh, yeah, if you're going to post a picture with your feet out. There you go. Be it's prepared good. for it. Going to well, go viral. Well, well done to, for being towed. Yeah, well done for being towed, and and and, and don't be ashamed of it. Be be proud that you like to tow yeah. in, in the ass or vagina or wherever you wherever want to stick it. it. Was. All right, shall I read another one? Go on. Okay. My housemate always has sex with the door open, and it's so loud. I need to tell her some somehow to shut the door before I start jumping in and getting involved. Oops. Do you are you attracted to your housemate? Kind of sounds like. They might be attracted to their housemate. Does sound a bit like that, you doesn't know, they it? And also, they get having involved. sex with the door open suggests that, that they're interested yeah, too. I'd go for it. Yeah, just dive in, and then you know, if it gets a bit awkward, and they're like, "Oh, we didn't really want you to join us," be like, "Well, maybe just pop the door shut yeah. in future," because you're giving me mixed messages. Totally. Um, 
I, I kind of feel. I know this is a bit weird because you know I try to I try to be so kind of sex positive and open, but yeah. I always feel a little bit. I feel like my relationship with my housemate is so sacred right. that I I don't know. We've lived together for years and I've I've never heard him have sex. Really? I, I know. Does he have shocking. sex? He does. Yeah, yeah. He he has a boyfriend and they're regularly at it, but I've never. I've always either been out or I've been watching a movie which is particularly loud and it's been. Maybe going they're on. just really quiet. Maybe like little mice. Maybe they wouldn't. They wouldn't have been very good at that game we played. Earlier. <laughs> no, no, it'd no. just just be silence. Just silence. Um, so I don't know. Like, I don't mind my housemate hearing me have sex. Right. But I don't really want to hear him have sex. So I don't know. I'd be like, it'd be like, shut right. that door. That's a bit. Yeah. That's a bit, it's too much. It'd be like hearing my brother have sex. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not in the market for that. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Let's do another one. Uh, would you like to read one again? I just like listening to your voice. Do you? I do. <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> I'm so bugged up. It's not true. Um, okay, which one am I doing? The uh, one that begins Okies. 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 <laughs> so I've got to what the kids talk about these days. That means okay. Okies. So I've got more of a query than a confession. Oh. I love sex in the shower, but my partner hates it. How do I get her to try it a bit more? Ooh. Well, uh, I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> if she doesn't like it, it's probably quite difficult to get her to try it more. But you could, I don't know, maybe you could start off with, uh, I don't know, uh, just... I was going to say some other kind of water sports, <laughs> but that's something completely different. Yeah, start in the sink, maybe move, move up to off. the bath. Um, and uh, I don't know. How would you suggest? What would you suggest? I would suggest trying to find out the reason <laughs> your partner hates it. Yeah. Because if, if if your partner hates it, there's probably a reason for that. Maybe they feel particularly insecure about their body, for instance. And, and being in the shower like that is very exposing and very open. Maybe they just hate, like, water getting all up in their business. Maybe I have a thing about my hair. So, like, even though I find shower sex hot, like it messes up my hair and then I feel like only we're only talking a small amount but I feel ever so slightly insecure that my hair gets right. all ugly yeah. as I would call it <laughs> you know so I, I would say try and figure out have a have an op- open a dialogue about it have a conversation find out why they, why they hate it and then yeah. maybe that's something that you can potentially work around yeah. um, but also like if they really really do hate it and they really really don't want to do it then I would try and accept that. Like, yeah. I feel like you can have great sex without sex in the shower, even if you really, really love it. There's other things you can do, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's not the be-all be and end-all, end is it? No. Bit of sync sex. Bit of sync sex. sex is that's Sync fine. sex yeah. is, is, is where it's at. Um, so, yeah, best of luck as well. I hope you find some kind of resolution where you get to have great so- shower sex all the time. That'd be brilliant. Um, so, yeah, all, all the luck in the world. All right, let's have another one. Uh, my quite new in brackets my quite new friend stopped talking to me because we fucked the same girl at the same time and she couldn't handle it the next day I'm not sure why she got so awkward about it all I thought it was a good time ah <coughs> oh, I'm wait I'm uh, confu- that, it's very difficult with the threesomes and all that kind of stuff I always yeah. think that the idea of it is much better than the reality I'm going to completely agree with you on that yeah. you know like in theory I'm always like oh my god threesome that sounds amazing yeah. but like and I've, I've had a fair few fr- right. threesomes in my time um, most of them have kind of not been very good yeah and I've always kind of found like it's like 
no matter what kind of position the three of you do, I feel like it's always two people. <laughs> Someone's on one always on the left side. out. Somebody's yeah. always, always left out. And like, I've kind of, I've had threesomes where I've got with like a guy I've really, really liked. And then like, we've got another guy involved. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it because I'm with two gorgeous guys, for instance. Yeah. But the actual, yeah. it, do, it doesn't work for me. So yeah. I, 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 I completely. So there are only so many holes. There right? are only so many holes and there are only so many pointy outy things. Yeah, I know. It's, it's complicated. Where do you put uh, it maybe that, well, Maybe that's why she couldn't handle it. Maybe she felt left out. But then why, I'm confused. Why is the friend not talking to them? Well, that's what I'm saying. She couldn't handle it the next day. Oh, I so see. Maybe she got awkward about it because she felt left out. Well, maybe yeah. it's just awkward when you've had sex with a friend. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I, I need to stop having sex with my friends. It always never, never ends well for me. It never does. Never ends never well does. for me. Um, I, I, don't know, I don't know what to recommend to these people. Um, I, I, think, I think you've just got to chuck it up to what it is. Like, yeah. we, we had a threesome. It got a bit awkward. Now our friendships are a little bit... Like, try, try and salvage the friendship, but I think yeah, you have to accept... Just have a chat about it. Maybe accept that things have, have changed forever. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to do the next one, Charlie? The last one. See, I, I once broke up with a sexy boy because he had weird teeth and the blowjob felt weird. Well, first of all, if his <laughs> teeth were getting in the way, he was doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> and also... If he was sexy, why were his teeth weird? I don't really understand that. I, I, I don't understand. Like, how weird can somebody's teeth be if the blowjob felt weird? Like, the, the, the teeth should be out of the, out of the picture anyway. They should be completely anyway. out of range. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe it's the sexy boy's technique rather maybe. than his actual teeth. But, like, yeah. how weird can a person's... I'm, like, unless they were, like, massive hamster teeth and they're all, maybe. like, jagged and, like... Or maybe the guy's cock was so big that his teeth just, he couldn't help but <laughs> scrape it with his teeth. Who knows? We'll never know. We never will know. Um, uh, I just, I'd, try again. Yeah. Try again and just may, 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 maybe politely say, you know, oh, Move I don't know. Teeth. Yeah, if someone said that to me, I'd be mortified though. Like, yeah. your teeth are in the way, you're yeah, not doing yeah. it right. But just just try and be a little bit more, be polite about it. Try, <laughs> try it again. <laughs> And if it's still, f- f- oh no, they broke up, so it's redundant. My my oh, advice is redundant. Yeah, yeah. They broke up, go. they've gone. <coughs> don't know what to, d- d- don't know what to say about that. Well, um, those were some really, really good sex confessions. Um, I was going to tell you one of my sex confessions. Go on. Um, but I've I kind of feel like. I'm starting to run out of sex confessions. Really? I've, Have you confessed? Okay. <laughs> I've confessed everything. No, okay, I'll tell one. Um, I was once with my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Um, we were together for a very long time. We were engaged even. Oh. Um, long, long-term relationship. And we went out to Spain. And... I have, like, I have allergies. Like, I have hay fever and all yeah, the rest of it. Yeah. But in this country, it's fine. Yeah. And, you know, I would, we would go and have sex in the woods or the fields, and it would be all great, yeah. and I would have no issue. So we're out in Spain, and we go off for a little bit of an adventure in the countryside. And we start, you know, getting down to it and having a bit of fun, at which point, like, my allergies really, really, really <laughs> start to act up. And we're kind of like, you know when you're, like, in the moment of it and you're really, yeah. and you're really going for it yeah. with somebody? You're shouting, freedom! Freedom! Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> that. Um, and we're kind of, like, rolling around, which is just making it all really, like, really, really bad. I'm getting all congested. 
Um, and I was giving him a blowjob, yep. um, which is when it got to like its kind of worst part. So like uh. my eyes are streaming, my nose is all clogged up. And I feel like when you're giving oral sex, that whole area is is already compromised when it comes to it breathing. Is. It is. Um, <laughs> so I start violently sneezing oh, no. with his penis still in my mouth. Oh, um, oh no! Don't which, tell me you clamped down. Well, no, 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 no. Like, like, like the teeth were out of the situation. This Thank is not God. another weird teeth thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was like the whole like tensing up of the mouth and everything else that he said it was the best blowjob really of his entire life. Wow! And bear in mind, he'd had many from me before. We were yeah, in a long-term yeah. relationship, um, but it actually worked. Um, so yeah, hay fever could be uh, amazing. Could be the the trick. Well, to listen, good I, oral maybe sex. maybe tonight's the night. <laughs> the way that I can't breathe at all. So maybe maybe that will help. It is Valentine's Day yeah. after all. So you know. Well, after that, he kept sneaking hay into the bedroom. Never, never figured out why. Just have a have a have a little bit of a whiff on that. Uh, no, he didn't, <coughs> he, he didn't actually do that. Um, well, Charlie, this brings us to the end of the show oh, you have it's been, been fun yeah you've been a really really great guest thank you very much i loved learning a little bit more about you in the two truths and a lie earlier <laughs> though i've already forgotten which one was the lie yeah i have as well to so be all those things about you yeah. are true um if people want to follow you around you you're you've just joined instagram right yeah not that long ago well i joined ages ago then i never did anything with it sure and i've just started to get into it the and last now you just months. feet pictures all the time Feet pictures, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, and I'm all of, all of those things, and all ha- the social media. And how do people find you? Is it just your name? Yeah, at Charlie Condu. At Charlie Condu. Amazing. Well, you have been great. Thank you so much. Thank for you for having on the me. show. And I'm going to give you a little bit of. Was this one of your song choices? Bit of Jax Jones. No, absolutely not. Not one of your choices. Not one of mine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is Breathe. See you later. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.